0: From the lake to the basin in the old bio, find your favorite fishing pole, find out where's the next honey hole, only on the top right fishing Show. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. I'm Tony Landry, along with Ricky Watkins. Morning, Rick. Good morning, Tony. And uh, for our weekly Fishing and Hunting Show, of course, we were off last week, taking on the uh, Easter holidays, and welcome back uh, to Kane Radio's uh, FM BAM 1075 and AM 1240. And as always, the purpose of this show is to keep our listeners updated with the fishing and the hunting in the area, along with Louisiana, and stories around the USA and the world. And Rick, uh, these are the fine people, the reason we're here each week. You're right, Tony. We've got to thank our sponsors Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca Cola,
1: and Home Run Pizza.
0: And if you'd like to give us a call, of course, the number is 337 367 1240. You can also listen to us online at uh, kane. 1240.com and anywhere in the world you can pick us up uh, you may listen to Kane Radio on any accessible internet device also if you have an Alexa just say Alexa playing Kane 1240 we're live here at the studios at 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia right next to Victor's Cafeteria which is open and Rick as always we begin our show with freshwater and saltwater fishing
1: well Tony I don't know if Mike will call in like you said we was off last week I took a little trip out of town brought pop to see his uh people and uh and maybe uh mike mike will call in with the results uh we caught a couple of small fish i, I didn't stick around to see it, it was so windy and, and it's that the lake has been tough tony with the, with the wind this year has, has been exceptionally you know tough because of the muddy water and uh they sprayed a large area of the lake and killed a lot of the grass so that's that's the filtration of the of the system but anyway um uh, we had been catching a few fish tony on, on spinner baits and uh i haven't really heard the last time i heard around uh spanish lake they were starting to catch a few catfish and the basin i see it's, it's dropping back down but with all the rain up north tony uh when we were up in georgia last weekend they caught a lot of rain so i, I can't see how the basin's dropping it's gonna have to come back up you know but it's, it's dropping down about 12 and a half feet from uh 16 and a half so i don't understand that but you know with the north winds and everything that's been blowing but all the uh, the rain and stuff up north that that basin is going to have to rise back up
0: It, it uh, hopefully it should and i know you you're the type that uh yeah you don't like to see it drop so quickly and we're talking about uh yeah we're talking uh today being april, april the 14th uh Right at about sixteen three, and we're talking about dropping down a little above, uh, a little below thirteen, I should say, within uh, yeah, yeah, just about seven Mm -hmm. or eight days. Yeah, you're looking
1: at four feet in uh, less than two weeks. That's
0: a lot of water. It is a lot of water (laughs) too, Uh, and hopefully with that water draining out, it clears up some, you know, outside with the saltwater people too. uh, That comes into play. So. with that, uh, Rick, uh, just wow. And I, I know the basin has been so kind to a lot of fishermen uh, the yeah. last, uh, I want to say, a year and a half or so.
1: Yes, the, the, the basin's been real good, Tony. The last year we uh, we did exceptionally well, putting down around Sherrington, Miette Point, uh, Bayou Benoit. And I, I kind of like to hang around Sherrington until the water gets real, real low, Tony, and you can't get out of there. Um uh, like I said, the basin has changed every year, and you just gotta gotta kind of keep up with it, cause uh, you know, Mother Nature. Uh, how they say that water can move mountains, and it sure moves a lot of sand. And uh, there's there's a lot of uh, trees growing now, Tony. It used to be water. I mean, it's you know, you just gotta keep up with it and, and be careful.
0: Uh, yeah, and the water uh, situation, too, Rick. Uh, anyway, going in, uh, uh, saltwater fishing, too. Uh, we've got uh, one of the big tournaments, uh, or the big clubs, I should say. Right. We'll have that uh, momentarily. But uh, with the uh, Redfish Tournament that began last month, finally getting some uh, results of what took place in their first tournament. Of course, they got another one coming up. And uh, had a lot of boats out there, too, in that regard. But uh, with that, saltwater fishing, I uh, uh, understand they – the redfish were uh, were were out there too, Rick. Abundant, huh? Yeah. They uh, they had some uh, good days uh, with the fishing too. Uh, with that, so uh, with that, eight uh, plus uh, pound uh, reds carry, uh, uh, of course, this uh, redfish South Central Fishing Association tournament, which began to a big win. Of course, uh, with that, the slot redfish were a dime a dozen, and the biggest two were uh, worth a total of nine hundred dollars. Of course, that tournament took place about two. Almost three weeks ago. Uh, right. Uh, and you're familiar with the Yellow Boat Fish, uh, the first South uh, Central Fishing Association tournament. Uh, K.O. Uh, Kem uh and Craig Landry, along with Randy Miguez of New Iberia, carried the uh, three huge slots to the digital scale for weighing under the pavilion at Quintana uh, Canal Boat And The biggest one barely busted the 27 inch uh, mark. The other two made it. And how? Well, weighing a whopping 17 pounds, 55 pounds. Uh, Ounces. Uh, the two-man crew won $680, topping uh, the large turnout of 17 boats they had. Uh, with that for the opener, and another $220 for the 9.05-pound monster that won the Calcutta. The team's uh, two slots broke the the record for the uh, South Central uh, uh, Association record of 17.2 pounds, and set several years ago by Daniel Prince and Daniel Megas and uh, of course, K. O. Landry and Miguez uh, had stiff competition in the opener. As Matt Miguez, Randall Rooster Savoy, and uh, Savoy's son Redland Savoy grabbed the runner-up spot with their two fish, uh, limit of slots at 16.65 pounds for $425. Drew Romero, Brian Romero, and Bentley Vining and uh, Leeks Romero were right uh, behind uh, in second place, team with a, a limit of weighing 16.45 pounds worth $255. Of course, Brooks Amy, who is a director uh, for the second straight year, was pleased and proud uh, with that. He said uh, uh, in anticipation of more boats showing up uh, after a concerted effort, they wanted to get more people involved and more members and tournament goers. but wasn't counting his chickens, he said. It was quite a start for the Defending Angler of the Year. They didn't even start fishing where they wanted to start after the takeoff at 6.30 a.m. on the Saturday of that March 25th. The next uh, tournament is scheduled for April 22nd, which is right around the corner out of Quintana Canal Boat Landing. It will be a draw the number for the high end of the slot tournament with the three fish uh, limit allowed. For more information about the uh, South Central uh, Fishing Rayfish Tournament, you can call uh, Brooks Amy at, of course, his area code is 337, and his uh, cell number is 316 8175. That's area code 337. 337- three one six eight one seven five and you know as well as i do rick uh it's a big tournament uh, each uh you can talk to uh, brooks and uh he can explain to you some of the rules and uh, the cost and things of that nature but 17 boats uh it's pretty impressive too yeah uh, it's a good, good that, turn up uh, yeah. uh, out in the salt water and you got to get up at five o'clock in the morning <laughs> and you got to yeah, go, go register. early yep. that's right so uh anyway uh they, they they got a lot of people, you know, 17 boats, but, you know, two and three people on those boats, too, Rick. Yep. So uh, some good competition out there at Quintana Landing. Uh, hats mm-hmm. off. thanks you, Brooks, for yes, turning sir. that in to me finally. Yep. In the meantime, of course, another big tournament, uh, again, right around the corner. It's yep. a Big Bass Classics, uh big date of April the 22nd, Rick. And I know you've fished in this tournament many years. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, T. Roy Savoy uh, uh, out of Cota Homes and his group, dedicated volunteers, get ready. A lot of help uh, needed for this tournament, too, Rick. Oh, yeah. As, uh, of course, after uh, T. Roy's wife passed away, Jackie, uh, they named that tournament after her. And she had a lot of hands-on uh, over the years in that tournament. And it's scheduled to be held uh, April 22nd, which is a Saturday, out of Marshfield Landing out at Lake Force Point. So, uh, uh, the new format includes both the big bass prize money as well as uh, prize money for the biggest five fish limit. And of course, you can't you turn in your big bass for the hour, but you can't keep him for uh, the five bass limit. So, uh, anyway, the payout for the three biggest bass each hour, and that's up to you, got to have 40 boats out there, is 250, 150, and 100. Payout for the biggest. Uh, uh, limit up to 40 boats. It's also $1,000, six hundred, four hundred. 400 Pretty impressive, Rick, yep. uh, for that. And the biggest change of the tournament, there will be a live band out there play from 11 a.m. to 2. Rice and gravy cook-off supper will be available for participating bass anglers and fans. The fishermen who pay 150 a boat eat for free. So uh, in the meantime, Rick, uh, a lot going on. I know you've participated in that tournament before. Oh, and your yeah. Your thoughts yeah, I mean, on yeah. that?
1: Yeah, and, and it's, it's a good deal, Tony. A lot of organizations will, uh, you know, benefit from it, and it's, uh, it's, it's it comes out very good.
0: Yeah. In the meantime, so that's April the 22nd, of course, this being the 14th, uh, just uh, eight days away. Right around the corner. Oh, yeah. We'll yep. have it. Uh, we'll preach again at next week about that tournament, so uh, if you want to participate... Uh, and I can't recall, Rick, I, I think if you show up and hand over the money to play in the fish in the tournament, I should say, uh, I don't think they'll turn you down the morning of the tournament. Oh, no. You they, know? No,
1: no, they don't. Yeah. yeah. So just to let yeah, you know. You can know. register the morning of the tournament. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So
0: uh, just to let you know uh, with that. Anyway, uh, here's some great news finally for our, for our saltwater fishermen They've expanded the red snapper season, Rick, right. uh, and uh, that's to begin, of course, uh, Labor Day. I'm, um, um, excuse me, Memorial Day Memorial. weekend. Yep. That's May 26. And if you don't know, the wildlife fisheries did last Thursday. Uh, I mean, it was, uh, and we weren't here last Thursday, but an Easter present came out pretty early uh, for the 20 plus thousand and offshore fishermen in our state and look uh, for the upcoming recreational red snapper season, uh, summertime gift. And how about continuing that three fish a day creel with a continuous red snapper season beginning on uh, May 26th, uh, with no weekend only days. That's, okay. that's amazing. we got a call. Yeah. Uh, let's see if that's uh, Mike on the line. Good morning. You're, you're on the Kane radios, fishing and hunting show. Yeah, this is Mike. Hey, Mike. Uh, over the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Mike. Line. Yeah. We took the last Friday off and I know y'all fished uh, last Wednesday and, uh, uh, do you have uh, the results uh, out there? Uh, yeah. I'm ready.
2: Yeah, I, I got the results. Yeah. All right, got bro. 27 votes.
0: Uh, first place was uh, Greg Beo and Andre. Might have lost you, Mike.
1: Yeah. It's like we had a bad connection. Michael called back. Yeah, Mike, yeah. give us
0: a call back uh, in that. Uh, looking forward to those uh, numbers. Anyway, in the meantime, Rick, uh, Red Snapper. They're going to, uh, instead of the season opening every uh, day until the wildlife fisheries marine and the managers determine okay. through the real time. There you go. Let's see it, Mike back again. Hey, Mike, uh, we lost you for a moment. Uh, thanks yeah. for calling back. All right. Okay.
2: Yeah, Greer and Andre had three fish, 7.55. Okay. And they won $585 at three fish now. Okay. Uh, Kearney Bear. And Johnny Shakespeare, three fish for 6.18, but 351. Austin Terrio and Gavin Savoy three fish for 5.94 were 234. And big bass was uh, Johnny Hester and Terry Molkart with 3.47 and 1 And the next one is this Wednesday out of Marshfield again. It was real.
0: Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Anyway, so I uh, hope so, to hear from you. Uh, of course, following next Friday, I'll be fishing out at uh, Marshfield uh, Landing. If uh, you want to get involved, uh, you got to show up, uh, I guess, around uh four thirty, five o'clock to begin fishing on uh, yeah, next latest, Wednesday.
2: Yeah, the latest is about 5 that we try to wrap up things. Okay. But okay, 5, 5, six, and then we kick off at 5.00.
0: Okay, all right, all right, anyway, thank you, Mike, for calling it. in, man. Hope to hear from you next uh next uh, Friday. All right, Mike, have a safe weekend. Okay. all right go you too, thank you anyway, uh, not a great connection there with Mike, but uh, anyway, yeah. interesting Rick uh, t- yeah,
1: like I said, you tell Tony that the weights you know somebody's got to win it, but the weights have been down, like i said the the, the lake has just been has been tough this year yeah, uh, yeah the uh like i said i don't know if it was the state or the biologists or whoever sprayed uh, a big part of the area that we all like to fish and uh it's uh it's it's taking a toll on on the fishing you know as far as for the big fish showing up but uh hopefully it'll you know recoup and uh it'll turn around well with that uh
0: 227 boats too nice uh, (laughs) we
1: had a lot of boats a a lot of fishermen out there and uh what I've been noticing too, Tony, uh, a lot of ladies have uh, really. Oh yeah, good for them. That's right. That's uh, making fish with anybody. I told my partner, and and I, I watched one lady, uh, young lady, uh, was organizing her, getting her rods and
0: reels, you know, organizing, putting her baits on. I was impressed. She knows what she's doing. Okay, oh, and yeah. a lot of a lot of ladies uh, jumping yep. into that. Uh, a lot of fun. For them too, also. So, oh, yeah. uh, you ladies out there, you want to fish? That's it. Uh, and, and learn. You got to start somewhere. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it's good to ha- have them out there. And uh, because yep. and you and, could tell she's been she's
1: been doing it a while because she knew she knew what she was doing. And you yep. know,
0: it, it tends to be and uh, nothing against the guys, but the the ladies tend to bring the kids too. You yeah. know, and teach them and all. Oh, that's so, right. uh, oh yeah, uh, great to, to hear that too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, meanwhile, back uh, to the extended rest snapper season, which begins May twenty sixth. Instead of the season. Uh, is open every day until wildlife and fisheries and marine fisheries managers determined through through the real uh, LA Creole data system of course the new reach now is 934,587 pound allocation to reach the new allocation it was prudent decision to open the coming season To daily catches and add one hundred twenty five thousand pounds on the last year, and it makes sense for a full blown uh, go at uh, the species enough to fish sustain to increase the catch. And depending on this year's data, it increased the daily limit to uh, four next year. <clears throat> so uh, some of this uh, season's rules remain the same. Right. There's a 16-inch minimum size uh, to keep a red snapper. And all fishermen must have in their possession of valid and saltwater recreational licenses and the f- fee, uh, I should say fee-free rec- recreational offshore landing permit. That's right. an O R. O-O-R-O-L-P yep. permit. say that fast about 10 times <laughs> yeah you're yeah. right uh, anyway the fish in, in your possession with the red snapper along with the other reef fish uh, right. and most uh, species so uh, of course the R-O-L-P is available on the Louisiana Wildlife Fisheries website you can go yep. to it if however you're on a Charter boat and the individual angler does not need uh, an ROLP. Okay. And make sure that the charter boat operation and the skipper right. on the state for hire boats has one. There are other rules for the charter boats operating on federal permits. They're limited to taking red snapper during the uh, federal for hire season if it's different than the state season. Yeah. But with the approaching season several weeks away, recreational fishermen should acquaint themselves with the borrow trauma-reducing devices, which is so important. Okay. Which, when used properly, allowed a re- the red snapper to survive when you bring that fish up, you know, for yeah, 60 feet the pressure, show, right, That's right. Yeah, yeah. Of course, information on that descending equipment can be found on the Louisiana Department of Wildlife website. So uh, you are a red, uh, red yeah. snapper fisherman. So,
1: Tony, you see that and they uh, did surveys, and now they're talking about even bringing it up from two to three, which it is now, maybe from three to four. So you know the the wildlife and fishery, you know, when the biologists they go out there and do these surveys and they want the feedback from the fishermen. So it, it all you know. So apparently the the
0: snapper has really really come back. You know, and you're talking about guys that go out there and uh, they 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 talk about the red snapper out there. Yeah. And at one time there was you know there, the, right. it was the stress on yeah. the red snapper was pretty bad fifteen right. twenty thirty years ago. That's right. And they brought it back with putting these regulations on them. And uh, yeah. same thing, uh, you know, they want to hear from you. And that's uh, we, this for the third or fourth week in a row we're preaching uh, about the Louisiana Department wants the saltwater anglers to complete that web-based yes. survey on the red drum, you that's know, right. the redfish. That's where and, I was going uh, with that, yeah. yeah you're right, Ricky, and that's uh, what's imp- so important, and it's coming about with the speckled trout, uh, the sea trout, as uh, the department calls it. But uh, we'd like to see something done in that regard. So just... Uh, you know, a couple parishes over to the west, Cameron Parish, has a fifteen uh, fish limit on speckled trout. Right, and is that where we're headed uh, in that regard? In the meantime, I don't know that answer. But uh, yeah,
1: that's going to be a toss-up, Tony. Uh, yeah, but I need you get s- a lot of pros and cons both both sides. So yeah, yep. with the
0: size of thirteen and a half inches, fifteen fish, or do you keep it uh, where it is? And uh, wonder how that's going to work out, and right. also. Uh, Anyway, in the meantime, uh, anglers go to the Louisiana Park oh, yeah, of Wildlife. Participate uh, in the survey. Yeah, yeah, and they sent out 10,000 to licensed uh, uh, saltwater fishermen, but they want to hear back from others and see what uh, takes place. So uh, with that, um, answer those um, surveys. It's so important, uh, Rick. And uh, last but not least, before we go to our, uh, our, our first break of the morning, of course, the cca tournaments coming up around the corner and that begins also memorial day weekend and uh, whether you're young or old male or female and fish inshore offshore fish from a boat or the bank uh this star uh uh tournament uh catch a speckled trout win big prizes and more prizes in other divisions like the mangrove snapper the cobia the yellowfin tuna red snapper fly fishing kayak for the uh, kayak fishing ladies calcutta sheephead uh, bank fishing and and the special youth division
1: a lot of categories uh,
0: yeah that's right we'll be talking more about that as uh memorial day weekend comes up too rick yes, so sir. uh a lot going on right now in fishing oh, yeah. and uh in Peaking that regard more folks yep. and uh, hopefully and then i saw a report uh yesterday that the hurricane season they don't expect the tropics to uh mm-hmm. hammer up they're looking for a low season this year and is that the El Nino, uh, El Nino, El Nino. Yeah, uh, I, I don't stay up on top of that, right. but uh, yep. yeah, it'd be nice to see uh, the well, Gulf Coast uh, kind of dodge the, some storms and get a uh, break. You're right. That's right. Yep. And uh, the only good thing I think that comes out of that uh, those storms is that they mix up the water a little bit in those dead areas too. So yeah. uh, that helps out a little bit too. Right. Anyway, you listen to the Kane Radio Fishing and Hunting Show. Uh, we're going to take our first break in the morning. We'll be back with more uh, on Kane Radio. Uh, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be right back after this.
1: Locally owned and operated, Alamo Hydraulic
2: serves the oil business on the national scene. Specializing in welding, grinding, and hard chrome plating, Alamo also does fabrication work on cylinders, valves, pumps, and motors of all brands. Located at 2712 West Admiral Doyle Drive, you can call Chris Williamson at 303-3799. That's Alamo
0: Hydraulics, a proud sponsor of the Cane Fishing and Hunting Show. Everyone loves pizza, and everyone loves a home run. Put them together, and you have home run pizza. And yes, right here in New Iberia, located at 3816 East Old Spanish Trail. It's New Iberia's newest takeout pizza, and delivery is available. Dough is made fresh each day, and you get an assortment of toppings. Try the Grand Slam, the Double Play, or Mr. Meaty. They're all home runs at Home Run Pizza. 256-5783. That's 256-5783.
1: We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here,
2: and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling.
0: A new carrier heating and air conditioning system from Dahl's Heating and Cooling can save you money every month. Thanks to the newest line of carrier energy-efficient technology products, you can lower your utility bill. Don't forget to ask about the cool cash savings through your local carrier dealer. Turn to the carrier experts at Dahl's Heating and Cooling. Call Dan, you're my AC man, today at 337-367-2511. That's 337-367-2511, license number 6286. Hi, this is Boxcar Bagel, inviting you to join me
2: and PGA golf professional Teddy Slyman for Chip Shots. Mondays from 5 to 6 p.m., we'll take an in-depth look at the local, state, and national golf scenes, and we invite you to chip in with your calls at 367-1240.
0: Chip Shots is sponsored by the Coca-Cola Bottling Company, GolfBalls.com, and our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, and Sugar Oaks. So
2: let's make it tea time for 5 p.m. on Mondays for Chip Shots on Kane. Dream us live on Cane1240.com and catch the podcast the next day. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 1075,
0: AM 1240, and streaming at cane1240.com. Welcome back to Cane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. Tony Landry along with Ricky Watkins. And, Ricky, uh, the next thing on our schedule here is uh, I, I noticed this, a notice of intent right. to amend the trapping and handling of regulations for fox and coyotes. And just me personally, you know, we have the 24-7, 365 with regards to uh, – the feral hogs. The feral hogs yeah. I, I'm not so sure that needs to take place with the coyotes right now.
1: Tony, on the outskirts of town, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, out around Daspit and going towards uh, the, the edges of Laurelville, and I've heard they've been having a lot of uh, a lot of problems with the. With the couch. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: you know, I've got a buddy that has a camp out there off of Bull Island Road. We go out there occasionally for social events and all. Right. And uh, years ago, you used to see the little brown rabbits all over the place. You don't see them anymore. No, no are yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. They're gone, You're and right, the coyotes uh, yeah. have taken over. Of course, the Louisiana Wildlife Fisheries Commission approved a notice of intent to amend the trapping and handling regulations of fox and coyote hunting preserves and the purchase and sale of live foxes and coyotes, and permitting year-round coyote trapping uh so the action came uh uh thursday april the 6th during the commission's april meeting in baton rouge among the amendments the special permit would be issued by the louisiana department of wildlife and fisheries for the trapping of coyotes outside the annual season so uh for the full notice of the notice of intent you can go to the website and look that up but uh I don't know about you, Rick, but uh, well, I see that as a <laughs> as a big issue. Yeah. And uh, the feral hogs, uh, you can shoot them twenty four seven, three sixty five, yeah. uh, with that. And uh, the problem we've talked about that on the air a few times in our yeah. show. But with the coyotes, it's uh, well. Usually, when issue. they extend
1: it like that, Tony, you get you got a problem uh, fixing it to rise. You know, it's uh, when they do that. It's it, it's a you know, like i said it's a big area not only that you got a lot of a lot of property around the lake on the back side of lowerville and then when you cross the levee which is just a road you got a lot of the basin. so they have a lot of a lot of range to roam you know and uh they keep coming closer and closer and they they, they get brave and you know mm-hmm. and they've been telling people around uh little woods and in that area and like i said on the outskirts of lowerville you know, if you have a, a a bigger dog, I don't couldn't you know wouldn't say a coyote could take him down, but if if he bites your dog and he's got rabies, then you you got trouble. You know, it's yeah. just it's just tough. It's a tough situation.
0: And it's also too that uh, they just uh, I don't know if they have a natural predator in this area. You know, uh, uh, probably I mean, not the coyotes too. are probably yeah. Yeah, and uh, usually the males are lonesomes. You know, they they yeah. travel by themselves, but. Uh, And I don't know how often uh, they reproduce, too, uh, but uh, with no natural enemies and all, and uh, they they cause problems, too, you know, with uh, family pets, especially the small family pets with cats or small dogs and uh, Mm -hmm. other animals, so uh, something to keep an eye on, too, so. Also, uh, with the Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries Commission, they approve another notice of intent, uh, regulations regarding the chronic wasting disease. Uh, Rick, you know, we talked about that with the deer hunting up in those that Tri Parish area up in North Louisiana. We were lucky until this past year. That's right. Yep. And uh, we've had some incidents with that. So uh, the notice of intent reads, in part, while participation in the voluntary of the DMAP, Tier 1 participants within five miles of that Uh, CWD positive detection will no longer be required to meet the 1,000-acre minimum. In addition, enrollment fees will be waived and enrollment may occur at any time. During the current deer season, participants will be required to collect biological data and may be required to submit the CWD samples. The amendment will increase the CWD management capacity to the hunters in the close proximity to uh, the positive detection while fostering increased communication and data collection. They just want to stay on top of it. Yeah, they're trying. You know, that three-parish area, I think it was Madison, uh, uh, Tinsall, Tinsall, and there was one other one up there in that area. I'm not sure if it was Catahoula, but up there along the river. uh, Of course, we, for years, have been – uh, been lucky uh that all the uh, continuing uh states to us mississippi arkansas texas have had issues right. with this particular disease and it to make people unfam- who aren't familiar with it it's similar to the mad cow you know you see this deer just uh wobbling yeah. and uh, That's right. um, uh, just immense emancip- you know so with the thinness of the deer and, and uh it's 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 an issue so uh in that regard so um in the meantime, hopefully uh, – Hopefully you can keep
1: it in check, tony. Yeah, this yep. is
0: something that we uh, gladly hope for yep. in, in that regard. So, in the meantime, uh, just looking over my notes here to make sure, boy, anglers, man, the standard red snapper season. How blessing is that, two-week yeah. and fish red snapper? And uh, they increased another 125,000 pounds. Right. So, well, uh, like
1: they said, they must have – how they say that in, in French, Tony, they must have beaucoup out there. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. I've talked <laughs> so, to friends that oh, – yeah. uh, the red snapper very popular out there. <laughs> or good, populace, yeah. I should say. Oh yeah, yeah. In the meantime, I saw this article, Rick, and you know this is something that uh, you know fishing and especially tournament fishing uh, with uh, local anglers or area anglers, or, okay. or you might travel to a nice tournament you want to participate in. Yeah. But uh, a fishing tournament cheater. It's just something that, uh, you know, you yeah. can't put up with. And we had not had
1: that in a while, but anyway. Yeah, we've yeah.
0: had that in our area over the years yeah. every once in a while. You right. know, it'll turn up, especially when you've got some of these big purses right. of $10,000 and et cetera. And they've had them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the prosecution, they're up in uh, Ohio. Ohio. They had a—they uh, catch a couple guys, and they've been doing this not only in this tournament, in other tournaments, of course. I kind of remember something about they, that. They, right. Yeah, it happened last year, uh, sometime last year. Okay. Anyway, so they they were some of these big tournaments where the prizes were twenty five and uh, thirty thousand dollars. Well, not only that, you win boats too, Tony. Uh, I you know? agree. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, so uh, basically, they they were caught. And the plea, the first step in teaching these are Crook's two basic life lessons. Thou shall not steal and the crime doesn't pay. Right. And the prosecutor up there in the county on Ohio punishment really didn't fit the crime. Basically, these two accused, uh, uh, entered two guilty pleas on two of the four charges uh, that they held and selection for their trial in Cleveland, uh, Ohio. Even though that's uh, 800,000 miles from here, yeah. it's still I want to make people aware of that. Uh, they admitted their guilt they they come to their sentencing in may eleventh i believe but uh Fifth-degree felonies are punishable up to 12 months in prison, up to $2,500 in fines. According to the officials, fourth-degree misdemeanors are punishable to 30 days in jail and fines of up to $250. Okay. Uh, they, defendants uh, have faced uh, one year in prison. However, the prosecutors agreed to recommend six months probation. But basically what it all started about, too, Rick, is that it started uh, – they were uh, uh, fishing up in a tournament up in uh, Ohio, and uh, basically uh, they were putting lead weights into the fish. Mm-hmm. You know, in that regard, and when uh, they, the the weighmaster was uh, needing to weigh the fish and all, and he told the two, you know, because he's looking at the fish and he goes, "How can this fish weigh this weight right now with right. this size?" And uh, when that happened, uh, and he grew suspicious, and he asked the two fishermen to keep their fish till after the weigh-in. Then he cut open the belly of uh, the two of the fish and two. 10 lead weights weighing 12 ounces and 2 weighing 8 ounces along with several other uh, uh, f- uh, fish that he filleted and after the first one fell out the tournament director shouted we've got weights here and it's fish yeah. and I mean these guys were uh, uh, the total prize money they won was 28700 or would have won I should say yeah. $28,760 uh, on a five fish limit that weighed almost 34 pounds so twice as heavy as that limit brought in by the second place team. Yeah. So I uh, just want to remind folks too, Rick that, yeah. uh, you want to go in a fishing tournament, uh, keep it honest. Uh, years ago, uh, no names mentioned, but guys had gone fishing a day or two before yeah. and they, uh, hooked the fish and uh, some nice size fish and we put them somewhere. And the next day they come up fishing with the, these fish. Of course, he left them in the, uh, freshwater at the time, but, uh, they were caught, and uh, they were apprehended, and yeah. I can't remember the sentencing on them, but uh, right. uh, they, were, they were pretty much... Uh, uh, Not uh, good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're right about that, so uh, in the meantime. Anyway, uh, tides for this weekend. Today, Friday the 14th of April, the sun rose in Southwest Pass, uh, Vermilion Bay at 642. Sunset will be at 734. In the high and low tide chart, we can see that the low tide first one was at 5.05 a.m., and the next high tide will be at 2.15 p.m. Tomorrow Saturday, the 15th. Look for a rainy day Saturday, it looks like. The sun's going to rise at 6.41, set at 7.35. In the high and low tide chart, the first low tide will be at 626 a.m. tomorrow morning, and the low tide will be at 808 p.m. The only high tide of the day will be at 235 p.m. Also, Sunday the 16th, the sun's going to rise at 640. we gain in a couple minutes there from Friday, uh, and sunset at 736. In the high and low tide chart, we see that the first high t- tide will be at 1207 a.m. That's Saturday night, Sunday excuse me, Sunday morning, the next high tide at 2.52 p.m. The first low tide will be at 7.38, that's Sunday morning, and the next low tide will be at 8.23 p.m., Average water temperature in Southwest Pass, Vermilion Bay, 68 degrees. 68, yep. Yeah, I'm thinking that might be a little shade. Um, I'm not sure. You know, temperatures have been uh, during the day in kind the mid-70s. Yep. So with that, too, uh, Rick. Yep. But as always, uh, uh, you know, uh, we've got to remind the people of our fine that, sponsors. That's right. We've got to thank our sponsors, Tony
1: Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, and Home Run Pizza. And our motto is always, kids that hunt and fish, don't steal and deal.